up, everybody? Welcome back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. My name is DJ Ligori, and thank you so much for taking 10 to 15 minutes out of your day today to listen to what we have to say on this episode. Um, if you're new to the show, our goal is very simple. We aim to get smarter and stronger with what we discuss here, so thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, today, what I want to talk about is something that I don't know if I have done a good enough job in explaining. And it's something that I really want to address and get in front of and do the best to, of, to, to my ability to explain it and understand it because I think it's really important. And it's a, this idea behind toxic positivity. Now, a lot of the work that I am personally involved in is really understanding human behavior and even to a deeper degree, our emotions and how our emotions are really a part of our life as like a guidance system. Um, my coach that I work with, she says that emotions are like the rudder on a boat, right? Could you imagine a, a life where you couldn't experience love or you couldn't feel fear, right? You would walk right into oncoming traffic if you couldn't feel fear. You would have no differentiation between, I think the example I've used before is like your math teacher and your mom, right? There would, there would be no emotional connection there at all because you wouldn't have any love for your mom. And your math teacher would just be the exact same person as your mom from an emotional standpoint. So emotions are a guidance system. And it is not a good idea to disregard our emotions because we are emotional beings that think. We are not thinking beings that have emotion. So before I get into this, I want to give a brief definition of what toxic positivity is. Toxic positivity refers to the tendency to only focus on and promote positive thinking and emotions and completely disregard or invalidate negative feelings and experiences. It involves the belief that one should maintain a positive mindset at all times and avoid acknowledging or addressing anything that is perceived as negative or difficult. While, positive, while positivity can be beneficial, Toxic positivity can be harmful because it denies or minimizes the valid experiences and emotions of individuals, making them feel guilty or invalidated for experiencing negative emotions. So this is very similar to if, say somebody just got a divorce and they're really struggling with this really difficult piece of their life. And your advice to them is to simply stay positive or look on the bright side or find the silver lining. Now, being that person who maybe just got the divorce, you probably want to punch that person right in the face, right? Because basically, what you're probably perceiving is they are completely disregarding my current situation and think they have the solution, which is just to stay positive, which is it is not the solution. The key here is to understand what we're actually feeling. And I remember a comedian, I can't remember who it was, she was on a, like a Netflix preview, and she was a comedian who went to therapy, and she was doing a bit on her therapist, and how she was feeling depressed, um, this comedian was feeling depressed, and her therapist said for her to really sit and feel the emotion. And the joke was, you know, why on earth would I want to sit and feel depression, or why would I want to sit and feel stress, anxiety, fear, uncertainty? I mean, these are negative emotions that don't make us feel good. 
why on earth would I want to sit there and try to better understand it? Well, if you don't do that, then that's kind of like toxic positivity. If you just simply disregard what you're feeling, say you're depressed, and just try to shift all of your thinking into positive thinking, you're really not necessarily addressing any of the problem. You're, you're kind of just putting a, a facade on it and you're not necessarily getting to the deeper root of why you're actually feeling a certain way. So that's why the, this therapist, I'm assuming, instructed her to actually sit and feel this experience. So I believe that that is extremely crucial to actually feeling a feeling and actually understand why am I actually feeling this way. And typically, that feeling is coming from some sort of fear. It's coming from something that we are afraid of that we might not truly even understand all of the aspects of yet. But there is some underlying thing that we are afraid of. And I can give you a, a real life example here because we sometimes at least I think from my own personal experience, and you can kind of, you can relate this to your life, please do. Have you ever just sometimes wanted to feel sad? Or have you ever sometimes just wanted to stay in a negative emotion because you just kind of, you felt like it was, it was just the right thing to do? And saying that out loud sounds weird, but if I paint a picture for you with this real life example, maybe this will make a little bit more sense. I remember when my grandfather passed away. My grandfather to this date is my favorite person in the world. And when he passed away, I remember driving home uh, to my house, getting ready to go to his house where all the family and everybody was. And I remember just sitting there and wanting to feel bad. Like I didn't want any positive emotion or I didn't want to find any silver linings or anything. I just wanted to feel sad. And it was me kind of owning that action or me owning that expression of what I wanted to feel. I wasn't disregarding the pain I was feeling. I was actually buying into it. And it actually helped me cope with it because once I got to my actual grandparents' house where all the family, the aunts, the uncles, the cousins, everybody was waiting, it was almost like I'd gotten through the first level of pain or the first level of challenge with handling losing somebody you love. Now, getting to a point where you can find a silver lining or you can find a gift in the tough challenges of your life, this isn't going to happen sometimes in a minute. This isn't going to happen in an hour or in a day. What I'm trying to communicate is how long do we want it to negatively affect us? And even when I sat there and felt that hard emotion when my grandfather passed away, was that negatively affecting me? I don't know because I, I felt like I was in control because I decided to feel that emotion. So in a way, I could almost say that that was positively affecting me because I still felt in control. Yet how long 
when we experience challenge, when we experience adversity or setbacks, how long do we really want to stay in that emotion that is negatively impacting us? Because at some point, we're going to have to move on, right? At some point, we're going to have to ask ourselves, now what? And a lot of the times in these episodes, I have talked about putting a different story onto an event or putting a different label onto an event, which then gives you a different feeling. And, and maybe that is the wrong way for me to communicate it up front because there's much more to unpack when dealing with human emotion and when dealing with human behavior. I do believe, given the right tools and the right type of, whether you want to call it mental fitness, mental muscles, or strategies that you use, I do think that every event is merely neutral until we give it a story. And then that story ultimately provides a feeling. Yet I do think that we are the ones in control of that story. So when I wanted to feel that negative emotion of my grandfather passing away, that was a deliberate choice. That wasn't me trying to disregard what I was what I was feeling and that wasn't somebody telling me hey you know stay positive think on the bright side I mean it's really hard (laughs) when you are faced with challenge in your life it's hard to sometimes see how this could be helping me how is this actually a gift or how is this serving me yet the question is is it possible for you to do it and you're the only one who knows those answers because we know those people who Things happen to them, and they always try to find why their glass is still half full instead of half empty. And I don't want people to associate Acres of Diamonds, or even myself in that manner, with, oh, just stay positive, right? Toxic positivity. No, I want to associate Acres of Diamonds and myself with a, a deep understanding of how to make progress, whether that is emotional progress or whether that is telling better or or creating better events in order to experience better emotions, right? That's the ultimate goal in why I want to do this podcast from a mental fitness standpoint is because if we can create a mental operating system or cognitive habits where we continually find why certain events can be serving us, How do we think that's going to help us moving forward? And like I said, how are these events serving us once we're ready to ask that question? Because as I explained this experience with my grandfather, I deliberately wasn't ready to find how that was serving me. I didn't want to. I just missed my grandpa. Right? So in that moment, I deliberately chose that. Yet... How long did I want to keep that negative effect in my life? Not very long. Yet I tried to do it as fast as I could. It probably took me three to six months before I could actually look at that event and not cry about it and not get emotional about it and actually find something that could possibly serve me in it. And one of the things that I actually talk about now in our Acres of Diamonds mental fitness group sessions is this idea of really hard moments in our lives that gave us a positive reward. 
And the example that I use is when my grandfather passed away, I got to see just how large of an impact he had on the people around him. When I went over to my grandparents' house after I had decided to feel that negative emotion and then walked into that house, to see the impact that he had on his family, his friends, cousins, aunts, uncles, uh, grandchildren, that to me was the start of feeling love, of feeling some sort of positive reward from this typically horrific experience. And when I'm in these Acres of Diamond sessions and I talk about this, I put up pictures of, one, of, of, of him and my grandma when they were 18 years old. I put up pictures of him when he had officially beat cancer and then unfortunately it came back. I put pictures of him when he would, uh, he, would say, he would hang out with me on the football field, right? On my senior day at Fisher, I had a picture of me, him, and my whole family. So what I decided to do was anytime I thought about this negative event that I labeled a negative event, I started to command my mind to think about those good memories and to command my mind to think about those good thoughts. Because even though that there was that one moment where I deliberately chose to feel those negative emotions, I didn't want to feel those anymore. So I wanted just to make this episode today just to address the idea around toxic positivity and to understand that it's okay to not always be okay. And when there are shitty things happening to you, to experience the emotion, sit in it and understand it. Right? Ask yourselves better questions around it. Why am I feeling like this? What is the fear involved here? Right? And then at some point, you're going to get to your own emotional journey within actually experiencing whatever it is you're experiencing. And you're going to say, okay, I don't want to feel like that anymore. And that's when you're going to then shift. And everybody does this at their own speed. Right? So, I don't want to be the person to simply say, look on the bright side or stay positive. I want to be the person that says, hey, I'm going to meet you where you are, right? We're going to address our emotions. And then we're going to ask ourselves questions around how long do we want to experience this? And you experience it for as long as you want, or you experience it for as short as you want. You are in control of your thinking around that event. Right? Because that thinking is then ultimately going to create that emotion. So it's up to you on what you ultimately want to experience regarding the, the time, the duration that you want to experience that feeling. And then where do you want to go from here? Because at some point, we're going to want to make progress. Right, Those challenging moments, we're not just going to want to sit in forever we're actually going to want to move forward. Whether that is with a relationship that we really struggled in, whether that is with our finances and not making enough money or spending too much money, whether that's in our professional status, our professional life, or our personal life, our physical health, our mental health, at some point, we're going to be hit with adversity in all of those areas. We can experience the emotion. We can experience the event. We can then ask ourselves better questions about that event and then we can start to move forward, right? It's on us and it's on us on how we want to fully experience 
this idea around understanding our emotions and not just trying to help people by <laughs> saying, you know, stay positive or look on the bright side. So I'm, I'm, I want to continue to do as good a job as I can to promote that type of thinking because I really believe in it. And I think that is how you make progress with your mental fitness. I, I genuinely believe in that. And mental fitness is a journey, just like physical fitness is a journey. You didn't walk into the gym the first day and put up 225 and knock out 40, 40 reps of it, right? Took you years to get to that. So the, this is the exact same thing, but this is with our mental fitness. And this is with us understanding our emotions and not just being toxically positive. So I'm going to work to make sure that I do not promote toxic positivity, even though sometimes I think it might come off as that. What I'm trying to ultimately do is create this understanding around meeting meeting you where you are, understanding our emotions, and then how do we want to make progress moving forward once we're ready to do that. So thank you, everybody, so much for, for tuning in today and, and listening to this episode. I hope you got something out of it. Um, until next time, go do a workout, go read a book, go do something that is going to make you smarter and going to make you stronger. And let's do it together. Have a great week and we'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you.